it is a beautiful day in Las Vegas, and we're so glad you're taking a few minutes out of it to watch Getting Real Estate in Vegas. I am your host, Bridget Magnus, and you are watching the Vegas Video Network. Yes, indeed. Now, if you've got a question, a problem, a suggestion, go ahead and send that in by email to gettingreal at vegasvideonetwork.com. And remember that in addition to watching all of our really cool programming here on Vegas Video Network, you can get it on iTunes as well. All right. We're going to be talking about Las Vegas real estate and the greater real estate market in the United States. So let's get started with the Friday figures. All right. Today, we have fewer available units than last week. It is down to 15,437. That's down 4% from last month. Um, the uh, median price on single-family homes is now $138,000. That is up, I repeat, up 1%. <laughs> the uh, price on condominiums and townhomes is a median of 66000 which is unchanged. We'll take it. Um, of those available units, 2,810 of them are foreclosures with a median price of $104,000. Now, I want to really emphasize this. That it, the, the number of foreclosures available is down 12% for the second month in a row. Woo! I am very happy to report that. Now, unfortunately, um, with the short sales, we do still have 7,723 of them. That is down only 1% from last month. Median price on those is 114.5. In addition, 4,810 non-distressed properties at a median price of $175,000. That is down 2% month over month, but unchanged from last week. In the last 30 days, we closed 3,467 houses. That does include over 1,000 in the last week. It was a huge, huge week. Um, that number is up 10% from last month. Median sales price, 114,000, which is down less than a percent from last month. Median list price, 115,000, down 2% from February. Now, we do also have 12,160 properties that are in the process of being purchased. That is up 6% month over month. Rentals, we do have 3,820 available, median price $1,100, and 2,337 new leases signed in the last 30 days. Now, just some general real estate news for you. Wanted to make sure you know that B of A has resumed foreclosures in all states. However, HSBC has halted foreclosures in the United States. Keep an eye on your documents, folks. Interest rates did drop again to 4.87%. That is a terrific rate, and if you're in a position to take advantage of it, uh, you should seriously consider it. In Vegas, we did have, in January, the highest number of home sales since 2007, and new home prices in January went up 2.8%. So more good news. I will take it wherever I can get it. Now this week, I would like to talk about a question that many of you have. That question is, is real estate a good investment? Now the reason I like to ask this question and hopefully start you on the road to an answer is that there was a survey that came out earlier this week. Um, apparently, 64% of Americans think that real estate is a safe investment, and that figure is down. By contrast, 78% of Americans think that real estate prices are stable. 
Now, believe it or not, that is just one survey that was taken. Um, initially, I saw multiple reports, that, and depending on which information they chose to report, it looked like it could have been two reports. It was only the one survey. So before we start answering the question, I kind of like to give you my own personal definition of investment. Hopefully, it'll be one you like. I consider investment to be spending money with the reasonable expectation of getting more money back at a later date. Now, that does mean that I do not think that life insurance and lottery tickets are investments. It is not reasonable to think you will win the lottery, and as for life insurance, you do have to die to collect it, so I, I don't think that's reasonable as an investment. <laughs> so what do the experts think? Most economists do think that 2011 is going to be a down year for real estate, but the third richest man in the world disagrees with them. That man is Warren Buffett. He is an absolutely legendary investor, earned all of his money by himself, as it were, didn't inherit it. Um, he also says that his home was the third best investment he ever made. Now, granted, he's been living there a while. So, as for the answer, is real estate a good investment? Basically, it depends. It depends on a lot of questions that you have to ask yourself. Now, the first of those questions is, what is your time frame? Now, as far as I'm concerned, the longer the time frame, the better your odds. If you are not planning on being someplace at least two years, I really don't think it is a good idea to buy a property unless there's truly extenuating circumstances that you will discuss with your lawyer, your tax advisor, your, uh, your investment consultant, who have you. But yeah, the longer the better when it comes to your real estate investment. Um, so what is your financial circumstance? Do you have a stable job? Is it likely to keep going? How much is your rent? Have you looked at some of these uh, mortgage calculators to figure out how much mortgage you could probably afford for that rent money? Is your credit okay? Got to check that credit before you even think about a mortgage. The, the, the more you can do to get that credit score in good shape, the better off you will be in just about every possible financial way. Um, how much of a down payment can you afford without gift funds? Now, something you probably didn't know is that um, you can use gifted money for a down payment. There are also a number of programs available, check with your local experts, that can help people who need a down payment. I'm not a big fan of these programs because things happen. And by, by things happen, I'm going to get to the absolute next question I have, which is, if something went wrong at the house, could you afford to fix it? If your water heater blew up, could you afford to fix it? If your roof went bad, could you afford to fix it? If your air conditioner died, could you afford to fix it? You've got to ask these questions before you consider whether real estate is going to be a good investment for you. Now, another thing to consider are the taxes. Do you itemize your taxes? Standard deduction right now for a couple is 11400 and for a single person it is $8,400. Just for reference, um, the monthly average interest on a mortgage of $125,000 at 5.5%, $362.50 a month, which is going to add up to $4,350 a year. 
Now, as you can see, 4,350 is less than 11,000 and is less than 8,000. So if it is the only deduction you've got, that might not be a good idea. It's also important to remember that your deduction savings is only equal to the, the amount you deduct times your tax rate. So you're not going to get that whole $4,350 back. You're only going to get that times your, your, your tax bracket, whether that's 10%, 15%, 30%, whatever it is. And the final question that you really need to ask yourself is, what's your attitude? If your attitude is, well, it's not really any more than my rent and I'm building equity, then yeah, real estate's probably a good investment for you. If your attitude is, it is my investment net, my, excuse me, my retirement nest egg. I'm just going to put my money into the house and the house is going to pay for my retirement. But my answer is maybe. Depends on your circumstances. Please, please, please consult an expert financial planner. If your attitude is, I am going to get rich off my house, then no. No, this is gambling. It is not investment. And so that's what you got to do is you've got to basically look at your situation, look at your goals, look at what's going on in your life to, before you can determine whether real estate is a good investment. It is for many people. It is not for some people. So who's ready for real advice? All right, last, uh, in the last few weeks, I've mentioned that several times that when you are buying a foreclosed home, it is a more complicated escrow process. And this week, I was very fortunate enough to be talking to the nice people at First American Title Company, and they gave me a fabulous rundown of the ways that it is more complicated that I'd like to share with you today. Now, number one thing, We've already kind of touched on this. The seller of that bank-owned home is a large bureaucratic bank, often in another state. All those documents have got to get faxed or emailed back and forth. It is not like you can sit down with the seller and negotiate face-to-face. -face. It is not like you can just shove papers across the desk and get them handled. The next thing that happens is that they pull a title report. And there may be things on that title report that have to be taken care of before that they can sell you that house. Things such as owing money to the HOA, owing money to the garbage company, owing money to the guy who fixed the garage door eight months ago. All of this stuff has to be taken care of before they can give you clean title to the home. And again, because the seller is a large bureaucratic bank in another state, that can sometimes take time. The next thing is that you've got to get all the loan documentation together. Assuming, of course, that you do have a mortgage, they're going to run an appraisal, they're going to make sure that everything is according to the, the appraiser's standards. Sometimes they will demand that things get fixed, and that is a sticky wicket all by itself. But the point is that, that this is also going to take a little bit more time than on a conventional sale. If there's a home warranty, then of course that also has to get approved by the person who is paying for it. If you've asked the seller to pay for it, they're going to have to sign off on it. If you're going to pay for it out of pocket, then obviously they don't have to sign off on it. You'll just sign off on it. Now, so after everything is done, all this stuff is accomplished, all the people who are pay, get paid who need to be paid, 
there, the title company is going to prepare something called the HUD-1. Now they do this for every sale, but it gets a little more complicated. And just for those who don't know, the HUD-1 is going to itemize absolutely every penny and where it comes from and where it goes to. If you owe 10 cents to the government for property taxes, it will be there. If you owe mortgage interest till the end of the month, it will be there. Uh, basically anything you can possibly think of right down to the, the money they're going to pay FedEx to shuttle documents back and forth, it is going to be on that HUD-1. Because it is a complicated document, it is going to take time to approve. And again, because the seller is a large bureaucratic bank in another state, this process can take 24 to 72 hours. This is double true if they actually have to put all those documents into a FedEx bag and send it to them. It's going to take a day to get there and a day to come back minimum. If they are lucky enough to be able to handle it by email or by fax, then obviously that is not time that you have to worry about, but it's still going to take a little bit of time to get all of those documents approved. Only after all of that is approved will your mortgage company do what is called funding. Funding is when the money to pay for your new place comes to the title company and they are actually able to divvy things up the way they said they would on the HUD-1. If it turns out that there are any changes that need to be made to that HUD-1, you're looking at another 24 to 72 hours to get things reapproved. So the, and of course, after that, you do still have to have somebody from that title office carry all the paperwork down to the county recorder's office where it will be recorded. And then you finally own a house. So how is that for a wonderful thing? I'm glad that you joined us today. Please do remember to watch us on the Vegas Video Network and on iTunes. Your questions and your suggestions need to go to gettingreal at vegasvideonetwork.com. If you have a personal real estate issue that I can help you with, please contact me through the contact information at bridgetmagnus.com, where you'll also find a more in-depth version of the Friday figures. Have a terrific weekend, and I will see you next Friday for Getting Real Estate in Vegas. Woo!